Hey there, everyone at home. Welcome back to The Gateway Wars. Uh, I'm your host, Harvey Barrel, uh, and uh, with me, as always, is uh, Marlo, Art, and Sticks. But today we do not have our, our little co-author, Smash, uh, a little overworked with uh, real-life stuff. And Sticks has uh, a little technical difficulties with his, uh, his video, his camera. You know, the thing that steals souls. Anyway, um, but other than that, we're raring to go. Uh, so, uh, we have Ariana, our Asimar, uh, uh, gothic, uh, dirge-singing bard. Uh, we've got, uh, Thalgris Eventide, the, uh, dragonborn, uh, cl uh, cleric from, uh, the Runic Empire. And Aaron Turnbuckle, the, uh, pugilist half-elf, uh, cousin of nobility. <laughs> Lover of fights and lover of his parents. <laughs> so, um, before we get into the meat and potatoes of our adventure, uh, let's get this out of the way. As always, Skull Splitter Dice is a uh, contributor to the Gateway Wars. Uh, if you're wanting some fancy uh, hardcore metal dice uh, that uh, um, painful upon impact, uh, Skull Splitter Dice is where it's at. And also found familiar coffee, uh, the new coffee of choice for gamers, at least in our neck of the woods. Um, so if you need a little pick-me-up, uh, go ahead and check out uh, found familiar coffee. Um, so, last time, our adventurers had left an uh, eccentric mansion that had been very timey-wimey. Um... They had rescued their family, or uh, Art's family, well, his, his dad, and many of the townspeople from his uh, lumber community. And upon uh, returning and the house leaving back to its travels, um, they were bombarded with messages from uh, their, uh, his mother, the elf general of the Gardenian Empire, whose messages started out rather plain and normal, but it seemed like a backlog of uh, unanswered answering machine messages as the last one became very dire and cryptid. Um, they returned to Two Rivers with their survivors and found that the entire community there had been burnt down. Upon further investigation, they eventually discovered uh, two old friends, uh, Gator and uh, uh, the uh, Eventide Uncle Senior, um, who have both been aged 15 years as uh, they have now discovered that there's been a time gap from when they left and when they've returned. Um, they were also notified that Gardenia has fallen in their absence, the Runic Empire has taken over, and that um, the ideals of the Empire have been corrupted and flawed with the powers of necromancy. And now they head towards Gardenian Empire because they've heard that there is a neutral zone, a wizard's tower that they hope to attend. And stopping at a farmhouse on the road home, they found a little bit of treasure, a little bit of story, a little bit of sadness, and a creepy undead horse with a sword in its head like a necro-unicorn. Did I miss anything, guys? That... Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Something about a bird. 
Oh, and a possibly a cursed necklace? Oh no. Possibly a cursed necklace, that's right. Something about a bird? Bird. Damn it, Smash, why aren't you here? <laughs> the, that was a crazy raven around oh! the farmhouse. <laughs> yes, yes, the crazy, the crazy raven. But you had went to investigate the horse before it reared up its head from the grass it was nibbling on, and you spot its undead form. Um, and that's where we left off. How's everyone doing? Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been the last couple of weeks, been... You, you feeling this? You ready for this? You guys th thought about this? What you're gonna do? Have you made a plan? It's gonna be my new pet. As good as old D and D plans. Yeah, I was like, never. We're ringing it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm seeing Aaron Turnbuckle here turn into a fucking druid or uh, ranger here someday. With how much he loves to just. Uh, oh look! Is it a weird animal? I want to make friends. Like a ranger who doesn't use bow, he just deflects missiles at everything. <laughs> <laughs> that that's my archery. Your arrows. So yes, you guys are um about probably like thirty feet away from the farmhouse itself in the tall grass. Um it's about uh hip height grass, which is why you couldn't see the horse's head um when it popped up and it's missing. Um, a great swath of the side of its face um, with uh, w the hollow cavity where an eye once was. And then when it turns its face to look at the party, uh, you see that the other uh, the other side of the face and the other half is all intact, but very uh, a milky-eyed uh, cataract look to it. And it's just absently chewing. Uh, Not sure if we should go near that one. Be sure. Looks like. Well, I don't think it's happy without being on its head. Maybe we should take it out. And it is about sixty feet away, just to give you guys some some space. Yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a, that's an undead unicorn. But don't, that's a, that's a sword. Not necessarily, that's not a, it's a unicorn, it's a bone thing, that's a metal thing, so I don't think it's the same thing. I say we put it out of its misery, and I pull out a light crossbow. All right. Then let's go ahead and roll initiative. Let's just let's just get that rolled out right now. Fourteen. All right. All Two. Right. Two. <laughs> Two. Twenty. Dirty twenty. Twenty, fourteen, and two. All right, excellent, excellent. And what did my necromantic beauty? Well, undead beauty. 
Well, Undead Beauty uh, is uh, still idly just chewing while staring at you. And um, you have, uh, Thalgris, you've loaded your crossbow and the little click sound of getting the arrow or the, the bolt locked in <laughs> caused the the undead mare to, to shake its head and kind of start moving in your direction. Uh, but uh, Ariana gets to go first. So does it look like it wants to attack? Like it looks like it's like angry? It is at a walk towards you at a very, just an, a, a slow. Okay. But it's not like. It's not, it's not hoof pawn. It's yeah. not like, it, it shook its head a little bit. Like if uh, a fly was annoying the side of a, of a horse's face when it heard the crossbow sound, it's like. And then it turned yeah. and, and started clopping its way. Uh, I don't think Ariana at this point is going to attack, but she will like look at it and give it the like sweet pet voice sort of thing as best she can. Hi, sweetie. Looks like you got something stuck in your head. Here, let me just let me just pull the thorn from you, lion. Be fine. All right, so uh, you uh, are doing what? Maybe a uh, handle animal check? Yeah, I think so. Handle that animal. Ooh, oh, okay, eighteen. All righty. D and D Beyond, really just <laughs> S and my D over here. D and D Beyond. <laughs> The horse seems to have no reaction. Art. Is there, is there anything else that you could, like, you, you did an action. Do you have anything bonus or anything? Okay. Um, and also movement. Any movement you would like to do. Uh, your terrain is old farmhouse. Tall, hip-high grass. And maybe, like, one lone tree. That maybe it was struck by lightning uh, a few farms, a few uh, uh, cycles ago. That uh, is probably uh, like a, a, a 90 degrees kitty corner from the house. Like, you got the house, you got a tree, mm. you got you got the horse, you got you guys. No, I think just stand in my ground. All right. yeah. When you say hip high, is it her hip high or is it like an average person hip high or is it, it, it is an a average person's hip high <laughs> so yeah. like a, so like it's... so for you my lilliputian friend it's it's maybe like maybe like upper hip maybe like half half stomach perfect <laughs> no this is so totally out Saturday morning cartoon vibes, right? <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Alright, I'm so I'm gonna put them on, on my hood from my cloak and I'm gonna sneak 
duck down into the into the tall grass hip and just sneak up to the horse. Okay, you're gonna try to be a little sneaky sneak. All right, uh, go ahead and give me a stealth roll. <laughs> I got it too. All right, and uh, do you uh, are you <laughs> so? Yes. Okay, I had I can roll it one more time. I have advantage on stealth. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. You got some sort of uh, monkish ability that lets you do that. No, the the, the really bright green cloak that he gave us. No, the, the like we all got our own little things. Right. I, I still have my cloak really of elven kind, green cloak and that gave you the so oh, that uh, would turn into an eighteen. Right. I, I still have my cloak really of elven. That is excellent. Yes, you, using the cloak from the man thing that uh, <laughs> kidnapped your father. You were well bribed, sir. Well bribed. Okay, so uh, what was this new check? I apologize. Uh, so this is this uh, my second roll for myself, and I got an eighteen. So. You got an eighteen. All right, you. Ariana's like, oh hey there, hey there, and you look over, you look at Thagris, and just duck down. And uh, if either of you would like to do a a, a type of um, uh, perception check to keep track of him as he moves, but he's 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 just ninjas. He's just, and in the tall grass. The horse. I, I was going to say I did a dirty 20 for perception. So Sticks, uh, uh, Thalgris, your, your, your keen eyes and your towering frame, being able to get that much higher above the grass, you can still see the shifting grass move as he makes his trail. Um, so you're able to keep an eye on him and know where he's at in case there's trouble. The uh, horse does not seem uh, to have noticed you. At least it hasn't made any motions as if it's uh, noticed you. And you have moved... Uh, what's your What's your full movement, 40? Oh, uh, yeah. Full movement is 40, yes. All right. So, yes, you move 20 feet closer um, in stealth mode and are unseen. There's about 40 feet ahead of you. So if you do this for three turns, or for two more turns, you can sneak right up on it. Um, depending if, if it does not move this turn. Okay. Sneaking go moves at half uh, half movement. That's the only reason. I gotcha, gotcha. And Thalgris. Well, I have the crossbow out. Uh, I've watched the uh, Gucci Goo and the disappearing act. And I've gone to hell with this and just lined up straight between the eyes and releasing a shot. All right. Go ahead and uh, take the shot and uh, go ahead and have advantage on it since it, it isn't like actively. Um, you're getting the first instigating shot upon it. Uh, that's a 17. 17. 
17, I'm pretty sure hits. Uh, yeah, no, totally hits. <laughs> Roll that beautiful beam uh, footage. That is for five damage. Five damage. Okie dokie. Excellent. Um, and then as a bonus action, I'm going to cast my spiritual weapon behind the horse's head. Okay. Which is a picture of uh, a moon scythe. Does it get to also attack this same turn that you summon it? Yes. Gone by. Wasn't as good. Was it 11? An 11 just hits. <laughs> so, as you bring up your crossbow, aim down the sights, and launch the bolt, it jams itself right into the open cavity of the eye socket. Uh, that uh, had, had, was already vacated. And as it starts to rear its head from the impact, you summon your will and the will of your goddess, Shar. And uh, an unnatural moon glow appears in the air during the daylight um, as uh, the crescent moon suddenly appears behind it and the back of its head uh, as it's rearing back, then impales itself upon the blade of your uh, crescent moon spiritual weapon. And it rears up in pain and roll your damage. That's four points of damage. Four points. All right. And that's uh, magic. Uh, what type of... Uh, Energy is it just force or hold? Uh, force damage. Force damage. Okay, thank you. So yeah, it just it just got rocked, just back and forth, just uh, shish kebab in its already pierced head. Um, it uh, is now the horse's turn. Can't believe I rolled a freaking one. Initiative. Uh, so it, uh, it, 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 it rocks, it lands on the ground, um, after like rearing up and then it, it gleams up and there's a sickening black ichor that drips from its mouth now. Um, and out of the wounds, uh, a similar ichor, like a blackened blood, um, as it now, um, charges, uh, directly at, uh, you thugs. I'm guessing a mod or twenty hits you. Uh, twenty does hit. Okay. So it comes charging through, and it lowers its head down for the charge. And as you're, like, loading in another crossbow bolt and you try to turn away in time, it catches underneath the plate of uh, your pauldron and skewers into your shoulder for 10 points of damage. Yeah. I need you to make a That's DC 14 strength save. I have a plus four and rolled a nine. So that's 13. 
So as it, you know, peels into your shoulder and like it digs in um, and then the blade comes slicing out. So you're no longer impaled, but it, it reels at you. It spins you on your side and uh, you're just caught off balance with the weight of your armor and the force of the strike uh, that you've uh, fallen onto your back. Got it. The, uh, let's see here. Oh, shoot. <clears throat> I'm basing this off of a war horse with modified stats for those of you at home who are wondering, how do you do a zombie horse? You do a regular war horse, but with just some more hit points. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> and slight other tweaks. Um, so the war horse, uh, because it did knock you prone, it gets to make a bonus attack and try to attack you with its hooves while you're on the ground. Does a 16 hit you? No. So it starts to pummel you with with its hooves, and you're you're able to like turn enough to uh, get your non-wounded shoulder up and get the pauldrons to take the br uh, the brunt of the of the impacts as the clang 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 slamming against your shoulder, all impact but no damage. And then top of the round, Ariana. Okay, we started this. <laughs> uh, uh, I was looking it up, and I believe, given my um, the College of Nightmares, I picked Undead mm -hmm. as my thing, so I get advantage on something. I'm trying to find that. But, um, so, uh, let me see. What's a good spell to use here? Let me see. So, um... You know what? I think uh, Ariana trying was trying to like just be like, oh hi, trying, was trying to like, uh, but then when she sees it uh, uh, attacking Thalgrist, uh, but then uh, she's like, okay, so we're doing this. She sees um, it, uh, and then uh, pulls out her. Um, she's like, okay, so we're doing this. She sees it, and then a different route than just out her. Um, um, She pulls out her rapier and, yeah, goes to swing on it. Oh, all right. Like, for shooting for, like, neck, hoping to, like, disconnect its neck from its body or something like that. Like, something crazy like that. By removing so the head see. or destroying the brain. Repeat, removing the head or destroying the brain. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead and roll. <laughs> Just watched on the Sorry. Dead last week. It was great. Well, uh, the 16 to hit. 16 hits. And then let's see here. Uh, what's it? 1d8. Sorry, guys. A little slow. So that would be eight damage. Eight damage. Okay. Apparently, doing all that stupid joke, my pen made it go dry. <laughs> so as you uh, flash of of light glimmers off the reflection of your blade, and you 
stab in to the neck and it just it just sinks right in like the body feels spongier than it should <laughs> as like you you break the skin and then it just kind of slorks through and you're mm-hmm. able to just put this thing into the hilt and now you're like your your hand and uh, uh and hilt are like against the neck itself as it like you were expecting more resistance and you fell in did quite a bit of damage um and it it doesn't have a physical response as it were because it still has like you, you sunk into the side of the neck and uh mm-hmm. it, it's already like clashing and and and, and claiming on him um mm-hmm. so you're just kind of like uh, you're able to pull it back out but it was just like a horse might have been here for a while. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and once again, you pull your blade out, and that, that reflective light that came off of it when you first unfurled it uh, comes out just dripping with the same uh, toxic tar-like ichor from, from the horse as you pull your blade out and whoosh, wick it away. Um, any bonus action or movement? Um, let me take a quick peek at this. Yeah, um, so thinking, um, I have that bardic desperation, and I don't think I've used it yet, and I don't know if it would work on an undead, though, so... Bardic Desperation, you weave magic with visions of nightmares, lacing it with fear that eats the mind. As a bonus action, you may spend one use of Bardic Inspiration. The target suffers disadvantage on its next attack roll, saving throw or skill check. The target must make... It doesn't say anything about it being like undead and not affected. If it doesn't it, so say it, it does... If it doesn't give you any written as raw, any rules as written, um, no, you, you you still affect and disorient the whatever is controlling and... So the target, uh, it must make a charisma saving throw against my spell save DC, which is, where did I just find it? Yeah, uh, 14. So it's got to pass 14 with a charisma check. I got a 16, unfortunately. Dang. So like, I like try to like put this like low tone into my voice and like try to like be super like, like as my as my blade sings in, just be like, you don't want to do this. Like, go like run away. Like, don't attack us. And it like just totally sounds stupid and like totally planned. It just sounds like like a terrible line from a bad like action flick or something. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what trouble you just caused there. Be- 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 <laughs> You're going to be glue, mister. <laughs> um, I'll look up at Ariana and just be like, you've had better ones than that. <laughs> uh, Aaron, uh, I will grant you a free extra attack because when it ran past you, I should have given you an attack of opportunity. And I do apologize oh, yeah. about that. Uh, no worries, no worries. So you may get uh, an extra uh, uh, basic attack. Uh, upon it, if you are going for a um, so, aggressive approach, so you just see Aaron just pop out out of the grass, like the most cartoony way. Like, what the hell, guys? I was almost there. I was about to get it. I was about to snatch you. 
Why'd you guys go in here and do that for? And then, I guess we're gonna just start running at it, running at it. I guess we're gonna hog tight, and I just run over it, jump up, and try to tackle it, tackle it, grabbing it by the neck and pulling it, trying to pull it down. Oh, okay, okay. So you're you're jumping up on its neck and using your body weight to pull it off to the side, pull it sideways yeah. onto its side. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you're going for a grapple check. Yep. Go ahead and roll athletics for me. This is. Oh. No <laughs> five. Uh, it got a ten. Uh, so you you come you come running at it. You're like, I got this, and you leap up, and it moves its head to the side, and you realize you're gonna cut yourself in half in midair, and you just kind of like lean back uh, as its head swipes, and you kind of like do the whole like turning sideways. You jump prone. You you jump prone and dodge and and like you you were able to flip around, land on the ground. So you're not prone or anything like that. It's just flashy. Um, and so your first grapple misses, um, but that that's a free attack. So uh, go ahead with your normal uh, action, normal attack action. Okay. I am going to try it one more time, but from on the ground, I'm going to grab its hoof, see if I could pull it down. <laughs> all right, all right. Once again, an athletics check. 15. Let's roll again, also 15. What is it? You win. I got a. I. I. I'm pretty sure I got a six. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was expecting just like get stomped and just roll out of the way. So, you you grab at its hoof, and uh, you 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 both like struggle at it, and then eventually you're able to like ugh, last minute just give that oomph, and give it a good toss, and it uh it it does um collapse. Uh, or it doesn't necessarily collapse, but now it it is un, um, unbalanced, and you have it by uh, by by like the hoof, and you've grappled yeah. it. Um, yeah, I basically have. I basically I'm picturing it. I have it's like I have an arm bar, but it's on the hoof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you have a second attack now, don't you? Being a monk. Yeah, and also since I have the tavern brawler skill it also gives me another thing you get a free yeah you get a free attack after a grapple or no no it's every improvised weapon attack you get to have a free uh grapple. oh no 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 it's when i hit a unarmed strike so no i had had to punch him first yeah so basically when you when you hit someone with unarmed or an improvised weapon you get to have a free bonus grapple Okay, I'm just gonna stay that stay down there and just, just hold on to them. Okay. Um, if you want, you can use the same grapple rules to do like um, uh, like uh, uh, I think like attack to knockdown. Attack, you know, attack to move. Like you can uh, when you have someone grappled, you can move half your movement. You can drag them around. Um, 
and you can also, I believe, use an attack action to knock prone. So if you have multiple attacks, you can try to get the horse onto the ground this turn if you if that is your intent. All right. Yeah, I'll use my bonus action to try to keep knock it down, keep it prone. All right. Go ahead and give me uh, an I, I I believe it's it's an attack roll to do the knockdown. So just a regular arm strike then. I believe so. I'm going to double check something. I love me and my grapple rules. So much simpler in 5th edition. I uh, got a 14. Got a 14. A 14. 14 hits. So, um, you've grabbed it by... You, you've given an arm bar to a horse's, <laughs> to the horse's limb. And then uh, with a, a, an, a twist and a kick... You have pulled it to the side and it is now on the ground and grappled. So you've effectively turned its movement into zero. And it cannot stand up while you are continuing to grapple it. Say, look what I did. I could have done this earlier. What do you guys have to do with these, man? Oh, God. (laughs) Y'all not used to this, aren't you? Thalgris. Right next to you, almost face to face, on the ground, is the horse that was just trampling you. I keep a good horse down. Uh, I'm going to stand up. Uh, I'm going to take my warhammer, and as Art close to sorry, Aaron, are you close close to the head? Um. I would think I'm close to the up, yeah, closer to the head, I guess. But like just he he's on the, the lower leg, end, like, you know, he's yeah. on the hoof and body, uh, or the the front leg. Okay. Um, if the head is just lying, probably moving about on the ground, I'm just gonna slam down with my warhammer. All right. When you stand up, it does attack you with an attack of opportunity, but it is at disadvantage because it is also prone. And I also get a reaction attack from it hitting me with my weapon because I have vengeful matter. Oh! That's great. I got a... Where are you, Warhorse? I lost my horsey. I only got a 14. Uh, that a miss. Uh, my, reaction, my reaction attack is a 22. <laughs> That's a yes. Yes, yes. You definitely hit it. <laughs> and that is 13 damage. Fart! Um, yeah, you <laughs> you just unceremoniously just, you get up, it's, it bucks its head wildly, and you're just like, you move the blade from its head aside with your gauntleted arm offhand. And then push it aside and just, yeah. Uh, how do you want to do that? Like... Uh, I just want to make the biggest pile of mash I can. So, Peter Jackson's dead alive slash brain dead comes into mind with the amount of viscera and gore explosion that emanates from the concaving of the horse dome. As it's a pop, splap, 
and it's quick, and it's messy, and I would love a luck. So just oh, uh, just just a d20 roll from uh, both uh, Ariana and Aaron. You know what? You too, Thagris. Thirteen. Twelve. Fifteen. So, the hammer's raised, and Ariana, your eyes go wide as you just quickly sidestep behind Salgris <laughs> as he pops it like a watermelon in its Gallagher night, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and there is just that black ichor spray with chunks of other un unsavoriness uh splashes over Aaron Turnbuckle like your entire front side just because you were like right there and uh Thalgris uh your most of your uh like lower half and like upper shoulders but like there's this one spot where it's like comes up your chest and then it's like your face and it's pretty much the outline of your hammer is the only thing that isn't gored on your body just your face and a little strip down the center while the rest of you all is also rather um, uh, coated. I'll uh, reach up and uh, using two fingers uh, just sort of wipe the tops of my cheeks as if to give me that sort of like ninja markings. Even though I'm already a black dragonborn. <laughs> How dark can you get? Black on black on black on black. I was a goth kid. It it makes sense. <laughs> so you you are <clears throat> victorious over the the undead warhorse that uh, you uh, you get up. The smell is horrible, and then out of the black ichor of the of the the what what used is the neck. <laughs> what the black acre that comes from the neck um starts to turn white um and uh anyone can give me a health um or a um nature check or medicine or health or I'm sorry medicine check or a nature check 16 on that nature check Natural 20 on the medicine check for a 24. I got a three, so... Perfect. I was really hoping for that. So, <laughs> just just to make things worse for you guys. Uh, so, the um, the ichor that starts pooling out, out of the neck um, starts turning white. Um, and... Are, as you... As Aaron, as, as, you, as you peek closer... And you're like, what? What the hell is that? It's 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 moving a lot faster than the blood, um, and then it starts to like wiggle and move. And both of you two are like, that is the biggest pile of maggots that is spewing from that body. And uh, from then, you you start to hear the sound of buzzing in the area. Yeah, 
yeah, I got, I got I to hurt you. I got to hurt you in here and in here because I, I can't do anything to you with my, my creatures. I I just let it go and I just book it to like the river or something. Like, what the hell's that? Let it go. Let it go. All those like, maggots like, have got to flow. Let it go. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just like nervously just trying to wipe it off. Like, get it off, get it off, get it off, get it off. Get it off. Um, and yes, it does, uh, there, there's now swarms of, of flies that are now starting to, to, to gather. I don't wipe it off. I take it on and just start walking. Is there a river nearby that Aaron ran to? Uh, you know what? Let, let's just, uh. There is not. There is no river nearby. <laughs> you you found a. The there's maybe a muddy, a muddy crook, but it's like more mud than water. Jump in the mud. <laughs> um, can I get a perception uh, or an investigation check from all three of you? That's a two. Oh. 23. 17. So, um, you, Thalgris, you walk away, like, triumphant, and, and, and rejoicing, not rejoicing, but, but feeling your kill, and, and, and knowing you have released this beast. Uh, Aaron, you, of course, are flopping like a mud skipper, um, and, uh, Ariana... You, uh, you, you get grossed out and you're kind of looking for like, where can you clean up? Or, I mean, you don't have to, but like, where, where can they get helped? Um, and yeah, that, that, that pile that's forming out of the beast, you see that there's a glimmer on the ground where the head was as there's still the blade. The sword is still, uh, hanging uh, among, uh, still lying amongst the, the viscera. Yeah, I'm gonna take the end of my cloak and wrap it around my, like, like use it as, like, a like an oven mitt or something <laughs> and, like, get close to it and try to grab it out of the ichor and disgusting things. Excellent. So, yeah, you, you pull out this sword and the blade actually has like a waviness to it like um it it's like a one-handed sword but in the style of a flamberge so the wavy the wavy blade or even a chris once again a wavy blade but more of a point on that one i'm keeping it even though it's disgusting i'm trying to wipe it off on the grass a bit of ways and try to like clean it off a little bit, but I'm keeping that. Okay. Um, you come back and find the others. Um, Aaron is now looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger from predator. Um, huh? and Thalgris looks like uh, bill from, or not bill, but uh, Uma Thurman from kill bill. I've also walked over to find the nearest tree, and I'm still pissed, so I'm taking a good old swing with my Warhammer at the tree. 
Ooh, all right. You know what? Give me, give me an attack roll. Seventeen. So the one tree that's out there, the one that looked like it had been previously struck by lightning, there's already a nice split down the middle, but still it's connected at its trunk, and you just drive your hammer down the middle and with a loud crash and creaking and breaking and snapping the two halves finally finish you finish the job the lightning started and it it just snaps wide open and you get a glimmer of hope because of this charred blackened broken tree once you've broken away the two halves you see that hidden in the split which is now revealed to you is is some is a, a small sapling of growth one one I, little limb still alive i raise the hammer and then i just sort of rested on my shoulder and turn around and walk away From the crow. Which, as you guys wander away, um, the crow does find um, quite a feast for itself in the carcass of the undead horse. Anything else at this poor, abandoned, well, not abandoned, but poor, desolate farmhouse? Um... Is there like a, I don't know, I don't know if it's a silo or something, just anywhere where they might have food or like stuff like that. Okay. All right. So you're looking for like, maybe like a little barn off to the side. Mm-hmm. And fortunately it looks like, um, if there was anything here, it was ransacked long ago. I think, um, Ariana, watch Thalgris have this moment of just like during this time, this person who has been steadfast, who has been calm, cool and collected and has made the right choice over and over again, suddenly did something destructive. She didn't, she wasn't close. So she didn't see the life. So to her in her mind, it was like, okay, he's really got something eating at him. But she doesn't say anything and just kind of smirks and follows him as he walks away. Like, logging this moment. And then looks over at Aaron and, like, did you try to go for a facial or what's happening here? Uh, um, well, uh, it works for the pigs. True. We need to find a bathhouse if those still exist. I cannot uh, travel with both of you being this disgusting. <laughs> Speak for yourself. The 
um, if you decide to keep traveling, or are you guys hunkering down? It's about. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not willing to sit down. I want to keep walking. Okay, perfect. So yes, as uh, as you guys are collecting your thoughts and and trying, to, you know, it's like facial and everything, and Thagris overhears you and says his remark, and he just continues striding away without looking back, and gets to the road. I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm. I'm not moving too quickly, but I'm not looking back either. He sets the pace. I'm assuming you two follow behind. Mm-hmm. Um, coming down uh, the road, you uh, you find that the the fields that have been unkept um, start to start to kind of die down. Um, and it looks like it's no longer farmland in this area. It looks like it's been um, uh, well trampled. Like, you know, th this used to be fertile, like, farmland where you're at. And, and it's just like there's a gap. There's there's a, uh, the field that you came from. And then it looks like um, like maybe uh, a large group had maybe moved this way and had, like, flattened the grand ground um, and all the crops that were here um, moving through. And then they pick back up again as you continue um, traveling. And uh, you find that there's there's, a, there's there's several of these type of, like, cuts in the um, untended farmland. Um, the road eventually starts going up the hill. And when you crest the hill and you get to look down, you get, you get a pretty decent view. And you can see off not too far maybe maybe another couple days travel maybe just one more day if you if you really like you know truck hard um there is um the kingdom of gardenia and you can see um the great it's great big defensive wall and you can see um what used to be the silhouettes of buildings uh in the silhouette you know silhouetted on the horizon you're now just seeing smoke just lots of just 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 smoke and um uh and then an orange glow in certain in some areas from even from this distance um the uh the land all around it you can actually see where the grass has changed color where um you know you're you're the field uh, of like just like regular like you know green grass and then you can see the land shift as it becomes muddier and muddier until it's just like it's just it's just caked mud all around the perimeter of the of the castle and there's there's now like a ramshackle wooden shanty town built in the front like like the front gate of the kingdom is now surrounded by the shanty town um that looks maybe like a quarter of the size of the kingdom so it's still it's still a rather sizable town built at the front of uh of the kingdom and your eyes start to track left and uh the land the, the land from where it's all muddy and it becomes grass and then it starts to slope down to the to uh, the beach side and you're at the the southern shores of of uh, gardenia and you see that there's uh just like a host of tents like a like a a small army's worth of tents are along the beachside 
and there's also um, handfuls of boats. You see that there's like a, a makeshift um, dock. Um, no, no, no large vessels or anything. Maybe um, like a, a handful, like maybe like a couple of merchantmen, like just a, a couple of like smaller uh, transport vessels. Um, like they they're they're built for cargo, not built for battle. Um, and it's starting to become, uh, evening time, not dark. It's still, still plenty of light. Um, it has the, the sun hasn't crested over the mountains yet. Um, but, uh, you, you start to see that there are a line of torches being lit in the distance, um, from the shoreline and the campsites, um, that also lead uh, to, uh, the front of this kind of ramshackle town. And it looks like there's like some sort of trail that's also there. So to your left is the to your direct left is the coastline, and you see the docks and tents, and then directly ahead the ramshackle town and the kingdom of Gardenia. But you still have a downhill trek, and then another uh, few fields of worth of of travel. So about a hard day or two easygoing days of travel to get there. And to either location, if you want to check out the beach first or the kingdom first. Uh, to the north, um, looking to the right of the kingdom, um, you see that the, the road, uh, uh, the, the king's road, move, moves up and uh, it goes into the woods. The... Um, uh, the woods are really uh, very thick up in that uh, um, sorry I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm having to remember the map <laughs> I apologize guys um, but yeah so the to the north there's a there's a thick patch of woods uh, that uh, you would have to go through um, to basically leave this the sector as it were it's like the best way um, but yeah so the, your locations are as described. All right, so I run and jump on Doggers' back and ask him, "I uh, always kind of want to go over there," and I point over to the kingdom and the lights. Um, maybe they're still good, you know? I don't. Well, maybe they're hiding. I don't know. Is it okay if you check? Well, we don't have to if you don't want to. I don't see how you can have so much hope. Well, the world is not the same. It's not. That's true. But if you give up, if any of us give up, then what's the point? I'm going to go. I jump off and start walking over there. You have an Aaron print on your back. <laughs> I'll keep walking for 30 seconds. And then I'll turn and follow Aaron. I think Ariana stayed behind 
because she's kind of like Thogris is like got some angst here and I'm like trying to be this like this is drama this is like conscientious like she's just like watching this drama and this like change in this person unfold and watches him as he turns she like smiles and follows like that's it What pace are you both, are y'all going to be setting for this next batch? I think we should go somewhat slow so it won't be suspicious so people won't like, hey, we should probably hurt them. So I'm going to put my hood on and just try to look as casual as I can as I just walk over that direction. Yes, this casual mud-caked hooded figure. <laughs> um, yeah, so. of course. <laughs> uh you, there will be, uh, before you get to the town, uh, there is, you'd have to stay the night somewhere along the way. But, who would like to roll the random encounter chart? Go for it, Aaron, you're leading. Okay. <laughs> uh, what, what do you want me to roll? Oh, just a, uh, a d20. Fourteen. Fourteen, fourteen, all right. Traveling along the road, um, it does start to get become nightfall, and um, there's a, a bit of a chill in the air. The... Um, once you've descended all the way down the hill, um, you can't quite see. The land is is a little rolling, and you can't uh, you can't see the torches in the distance like you could before. Um, you you can still see you can see the the castle walls, and you're like, definitely by tomorrow, probably even by early midday, um, you should be able to make it. But uh, it is definitely um, need a, a space to, to crash. Um, Think of, uh, you know, rolling hills. You got intermittent uh, patches of trees, um, some fields here and there. Um, and uh, the fields also, once again, that kind of like hip high grass. Um, so where would you like to try to sleep for the night? Or how would you like to try to bunker down for the night? So, like, so it, so there's the we can either go to the town or to that little like patch of like uh, forest area. So, or, uh, no, I, I was saying like the, right. the three the three major the three major locations that you could see earlier were um, the batch of tents and the docks, the um, ramshackle city that leads into Gardenia Prime, and then the North Woods that um, leads to. Uh, 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 a long winding path that leads to the neighboring uh, kingdom of uh, Enril. That's what it was. Thank you. Ah, mm, bah, mm. Um, and uh, in a day's travel, uh, basically by tomorrow, early midday, you should be able to reach 
your location of choice. But for tonight, you need to find a place to bunker down uh, to rest if you're going for, a, you know, to have a long rest for the night because you guys said you're going for a slower pace. Um, so it's like uh, you've got fields. Maybe uh, there might be another uh, farmhouse you could find, depending on your guys's, uh, pr- uh, you know, investigations. Um, but there's like intermittent patches of, of like trees, like, you know, like maybe like five or six trees and a little patch here or there off the beaten path. But right now you guys are just on the road. There's, you know, hip high fields of, uh, of, uh, of the wheat and grass um, near you guys intermittently. Um, so basically it's like what type of terrain and scenario are you wanting to hunker down in for the night? Where do you guys want to go? So the road is not incredibly well traveled. We haven't seen people moving along it or anything like that. That is correct. Uh, since you've been traveling, you haven't seen a single soul travel down this side of the road. Um, and if you remember uh, what uh, Gator and Thalgrim had been talking about is that the, ever since the fall, um, there haven't been that many people. There was a batch of refugees and people that came through. They were very troubled, um, very, like, anguished and um, hurt. Um, but a lot of people just, like, they came through, didn't stay, were weirded out, and, and they just kind of scattered. And, um, you know, Thalgrim and... Uh, uh, Gator just, you know, they, they stayed behind and took care of each other. Um, they had enough on their plate to deal with that they couldn't help every refugee. They offered them all a, a big old bowl of uh, tater onion soup every time. But So I would say probably closer to the road. Uh, just that way we're not moving far away from it. We're going to head down it as soon as we get up. Like, just trying to make camp near the road and away from, like, potential where wildlife could come in if it exists in its form anymore. Okay. Okay. That would be my vote. So someplace that's, that's uh, out of the way off the side of the road, uh, not too close from animal turf. All right. Um, go ahead and roll me a survival. Ooh, uh, 14. Yeah, you, you find a decent spot. There's a, there's like three trees almost set up in like kind of a, like a little triangle formation. Um, that's off the, off the side of the road. Um, not too far. Like it's still within eyesight, but it's far enough that, you know, you, if people, people could walk by if, you know, not notice, y- you mm. think, you hope, you know, um, but as I say that, as you guys are hunkering down for the night, uh, what um, what is the sleeping arrangements? Is there watch? Do you guys start a fire? Um, do you hunt for game? It has. Um, you do have some some taters and some and some <laughs> some raw some taters and onions raw from uh, from Gator before you left. Um. Uh, I'm happy to keep watch. Somewhere out in the open underneath the moon. If Thalgris doesn't feel safe there, Thalgris doesn't feel safe anywhere. Shard's blessing. Um, okay. Uh, who will take second watch? 
Uh, I can take second. I'll take second watch. All right. And so that means that Ariana is going to be the early riser. Um, and yes, uh, fires, any uh, food making, like, you know, how do you guys, how do you guys hunker down for the night? What's going on? Um, Paint me a picture. Uh, I think Ariana um, would make the fire, get it set up, sort of, you know, make a, like a sort of gathering place and, and, and at first just kind of sit by the fire and, and regard it thoughtfully. Um, as far as like the potatoes and onions, um, I think uh, like maybe cutting them up and roasting them would be the best bet because uh, I certainly don't think I have a pot or anything I can cook anything like that in. Um, I have a pot. Would you ooh. like a pot? It's yeah. it's it's so I, I see her taking food. I was like, hey, it's a little dirty, but here you go. Okay, this could work. I um, throw the potatoes and the onions in it, a little bit of water, and uh, try to make a soup. You know what? Give me a uh, give me a survival check, um, or nature check. <laughs> Let's see. Can I help? Can I help her because I gave her the pot? Uh, are you trained in survival or nature? Survival. Ah, then yes, you can give advantage. Okay. So my first was eight. No, my first was eleven. My second was eight. Sorry. Okay, you uh, you you make a basic stew. You know, it's uh, it's you know, you got you, you didn't have any spices or anything. The fact that you know it's edible, it's potatoes and onions. You know what? It'll do. It's just fine. It still smells pretty good. Cooked onions always smells pretty good. You didn't burn it. You didn't f it up. But it's not spectacular. It is food. And. You guys uh, have your dinner, and uh, Ariana, Aaron, start to lay down for your first uh, bit of rest while Thalgris watches. I think um, as they do this, Ariana kind of lays down and like looks over at Aaron and says, Is Thalgris okay? I don't know. He seems uh seems a little driven. Yeah, I saw what he did to that tree. You don't you don't cut trees with hammers, that's the thing. That was weird. But maybe he just doesn't understand how to cut a tree. But I could be I don't know. He does look too happy. I know. I kinda of feel it though, you know, like the destruction of it. Like it kinda of... Well, it kind of makes sense to me. Well, I get it. You know, I got mad when I found Daddy, and the guy did a thing to Daddy. I get it. But if you go too far, they might not be good. That's the thing. Do, do you ever think, like, maybe that 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 wizard or whatever he was, I don't even know. Maybe he saved your daddy? He said. 
Right. Okay, here's the thing. He he didn't how how would he that that don't you know that don't make sense. All right. I don't make Look, sense. if your daddy was here. If my daddy was here, maybe this wouldn't have happened. I guarantee you it would have happened. My daddy can do it. All right. Your don't. daddy could have saved all of Gardenia? With him, my mom, my two, my brother and my sister, all of them, they could have kicked their asses, all right? Don't you dare. Don't you. Don't. I'm sorry. Don't. Everything I've heard about your mother, if someone's going to stop it, I would bet it would be her. If she couldn't stop it, I mean, don't get me wrong. Your dad's impressive. <laughs> but, I mean, stopping this... Uh, can I get a stealth roll from both of you two? And Thalgris, can you roll a perception check for me? Um, can, can I get advantage because of my Elven kind? You've been yelling and, and, and getting <laughs> upset. He's in whisper yelling. Thir I rolled oh, a I 13. Thir me too. <laughs> hey, Thalgris, what'd you get? I just posted it in our chat. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Uh, 22. <laughs> so, yes, Thalgris, I want to let you know that you do, you do hear this entire conversation and you can butt in whenever you would like. I, I hear it, but I'm not going to respond um, because my time is spent not in prayer, but as if I was saying a prayer, just in anger that Shah that didn't seem to have the power Shah. to even know where we were and then to accuse us or accuse me of forsaking her. Oh, um, I am so sorry. Uh, we should pause. Uh, somehow OBS froze all of our images. Oh, okay. Wait, no. Aren't how is okay? Art's back. Why aren't we moving? We'll be right back. And that fixed it. Okay. Sorry about that, everyone. Um, sorry. I'm so sorry, Thalgris. Um, you're feeling betrayed. Take you're feeling like I somehow have lost the trust of uh, a parent, so to speak, without having done anything wrong. None of what I've done since then has been in her name. Go ahead and give me that angry religion check. That's an 11. You... Your anger and your... 
feeling of being wronged and you you're, you're you're trying to maybe i don't know get the message across find guidance try, try something anything and the mistress is as elusive as ever for how vocal she was the uh, earlier that day um you you heed no response tonight whether it is due to her judgment or to being clouded by anger you're unsure but you are left without a message tonight anything else that uh, you two wanted to say hiddenly <laughs> I, I, just look, I just look at her like 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 a little kid who's like who got who, who his hero just got talked bad about it's like <laughs> and just turn and just turn around in bed and my on the grand turret just don't look at her hmm. then you two finally let yourself fall asleep on a full belly of <laughs> potato and onion. Thalgris, you're up on your watch and it's about I don't know, maybe another half an hour before um, you're about to um, wake up Art for um, his shift when you uh, hear some movement on the road getting closer. Do we still have a flame going? Um, go ahead and uh, just uh, g give me a, a a a random twenty roll. We'll see how your luck is. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Um, it is. You have embers. You know enough to keep warm and to keep your camp warm right now, but no, no large open flames. I'm just going to roll over the rest of the fire to cover it up with my body. Um, all right. Um, <clears throat> roll a stealth check. Nine. I rolled a seven. So you crouch down low, like lay down, and then slowly turn over um, with your, your breastplate over the flames to try to muffle them, the glow and try to hide your presence. The, the sound of movement from the road um, gets closer, like uh, mm, maybe like a 40, like they're coming up from, from way ahead. And they're getting closer, and they're they're now like parallel to you, you know, like you're directly off the side of them. Um, and when I say them, it's because you do hear multiple um, hushed voices. You can't make anything out, but you can you can tell that there is a conversation taking place, and you do hear the footfalls of of multiple people as well. Does the sound sound like just travelers 
or does it sound like marching? Uh, give me a um, give me a history check. Uh, Sixteen. So these the boot the boot sounds um that they're making they don't it doesn't sound like anyone's like they're not like marching in order like but you do get the presence like the these do sound um like like the footfalls the power of the footfalls definitely sounds sounds like some uh, from people who've done a bit of marching in their day but you do not hear actual like marching that makes sense. They have heavy, powerful footfalls a soldier might have. Uh, I'm just going to stay still and quiet and just try and listen as they walk past, see if I can catch anything as they continue past. All right. Uh, give me a perception or investigation check. That's a nine. <laughs> yes, well, <laughs> mead, yeah, mead. <laughs> Only getting a snippet here and there, but nothing, nothing that can really convey a message or intent. And slowly, if you don't do anything, they, the sounds of the footfalls and the conversation drift away behind you. And slowly fade from earshot. I will get up and remove all of my armor and try and follow them quietly. Ooh. Okay. Uh, what type of armor are you wearing? Uh, it's chainmail, I think. Chainmail. Okay. Um. So yeah, you you uh, you shimmy out of it. And uh, give me a, a stealth check if you're trying to, uh, ju just to not wake up your comrades. Um, something about that D&D &D Beyond that uh, Marlo likes to say. Um, that was another net 20, so that's 19. <laughs> so you just gingerly lifted up and off of you, barely making a clink of a sound as you set down your gear. And they are still snoozing away. And um, you're just down to your skivvies. Go ahead and uh, give me um, give me two more stealth checks. First one is a five. The second one is a 12. You begin to approach, staying off the side of the road, trying to travel maybe through the tall grass. And you get closer, and you're starting to make out silhouettes. There's, there seems to be like four people walking walking together and carrying um, a small, like, uh, um, like a, a hand cart, like a two-wheeled cart. 
kind of being pulled behind one of them. And uh, just the silhouettes. And as you start to creep closer and you're starting to make out what they what they what they're saying, you snap on a branch. And they all kind of stop. <laughs> they all look over. And they all turn back and they all continue walking. You lucky son of a <laughs> four rolls. Four rolls. Two. Four. Two, three. That's all right. I realized I should have rolled an advantage because I have the boots of Elvid kind. So I rolled two more stealths in case, oh. and it was still only a nine and a 12. <laughs> so <I was> like... <laughs> all right. As you, as you, so what is it that you're wearing besides you're just wearing like the boots and loincloth? Pretty much. And the rest of me is just the raw hide of scales. <laughs> Which is not giving me any armor benefit. No, but you got the cover of darkness and your uh, natural scale pigment will help with that. Um, so you, you, you get even closer and you start to make out what they're saying. Yeah, well, I mean, if we can just get another batch, we can get that sent off. You know, we might be able to get transferred if we get enough done. Yeah, but I mean, how much can you take? I mean, we're starting to... Ugh. Uh, yeah, yeah, we know you got a weak constitution. I like my job. Well, of course you do. You think freaking sawing logs is fun. It is. I just cut and it falls. Um, And so they're an odd conversation between people who obviously are well versed in each other. Um, and you get a little bit closer and you do see tabards of the rune, runic empire. Um, though they're not, you're used to more regiment. You're used to more, um, professionalism. These guys, like the one, one tabard is like, like half tucked, like off to the side. Um, one looks like it's half burnt in the back. Um, another one's just covered in stains, um, just kind of, just, just looking real sloppy. Um, and their, con their conversation kind of continues with just kind of inane, um, goings on of, of their day-to-day -day life. Um, nothing important stands out except for, um... Kind of what I said, we're you know, getting, you know, once we get enough of them, you know, maybe we can get a transfer, we can get out of here, you know, we just gotta, just gotta rack up enough of them, send them out. Uh, I got multiple ideas here, but I'm gonna go with one. <laughs> I'm gonna turn around and return to the sleeping patch. Give me one more stealth check. Thank goodness for those boots. It was a four and then a fourteen. Mm. Hey, what was that? What was what? It was, it was over there. I didn't hear anything. 
No, I could have swear something was scampering. Oh yeah, well, if it was scampering, it was scampering away from you, Smelly. Hey, fuck off! You make your way back to camp. I, uh, nudge both of them awake. You're, are you in your underwear? Thalgris, I like you, but it's not like that. <laughs> uh, do I notice anything special about Thalgris? <laughs> uh, yeah, they're lizards, so uh, they're also innies. You said it's so disappointed. <laughs> I look, 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 look at, look at him. I thought I was gonna be at least like, well, never mind. Red rocket. Oh, well, I've never seen a dragonborns. Anyway, that's not the point. Why'd you wake us up? Uh, hey, hey, what's up? We just had a patrol walk past. So you took your clothes off? Why would you do that for? I just look over at Aaron and sort of give him a look of, you know why. <laughs> He's going to seduce and... them. <laughs> oh, you like them. That makes sense. All right. Uh, um, I followed them for a while. Oh, you really didn't like, like Didn't seem like they were on edge at any or any way, but they're from the Rudic Empire. So they're you not had from to take, Gardenia. So you had to take off your armor so you, they couldn't hear you? No, I just really liked them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I gotta say, Thalgris, this new you, I'm, I'm impressed. So I had a moment there where I was like, <laughs> "Do I cast Moonbeam on myself just to make it all like glitz and glam and start dancing?" But no, I decided against it. <laughs> no judgment, none at all. Uh, so these Runic Empire people—they didn't even see us. I mean, we're not hidden that well, are we? They didn't seem like they were paying much attention. Mm. But I'm not sure if we're, we're expecting them or those from the kingdom of Cardinia. Given that if that is exists anymore, yeah, I was about to say that. Given that old discussion, I don't I wonder if it exists anymore. I'm sure there's got to be some rebels out there, right? It has to exist. Mom is still alive, and so are my siblings. They're still alive. Okay, they got to be. And when I find them, I tell them Daddy's here, and then all five of us are gonna get to work. I promise you. Oh, buddy. I'm going to break. In any case, 
I'm getting back into my armor. Shimmy, 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 shimmy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's a little cold out here. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Is uh, that really effective? Wow, okay. The rest of your night goes un, uh, unassaulted. The last shift goes through. You, uh, Aaron, you, you stay up. Nothing happens. You wake up, Ariana. Nothing happens. A long boring morning and uh the sun begins to crest and uh it, as soon as it as soon as it hits over you guys uh it's yeah you normally wake up to the chirping birds and and it's just quiet it's just very very still but the sun feels good it feels like there's a little light in the world And an eclipse, and then the end of the world, and goodbye. Uh, <laughs> so the next morning, um, you uh, gather your supplies, snuff out your embers of, of fire if you if you decide to rebuild one. Um, maybe munch on a old fried tater. But the uh, the next morning, they're um, looking out at the road. Um, doesn't look like there's anyone out there. And it doesn't look like um, whoever was sent out that night ever returned. Because you guys didn't hear anyone come back um, that night. And so if they're, if they're still out there, they are still from, hen from whence you came. Those uh, four uh, runic soldiers. The path ahead, clear. There's, uh, but the smoke of the uh, of the kingdom um you can start to smell it in the air you can kind of kind of taste it when you're like discussing and talking amongst each other um kind of like the whole like uh mordor world of industry type of uh like smog is starting to kind of like filter through um and in the early morning uh mixing with the um the early morning fog that kind of goes over the uh over the over the road and 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 kind of streams out over to down towards the ocean, um, so it's like it's very hazy. It, it, it starts getting like you can you can see the black smoke in the distance just because it's a bit of a stronger discoloration from the the mist um, and the dispersed smoke that that's around you. Um, so basically, uh, your your sight is a little limited, but uh, it's it's not like you know you're you're oh, I can't see fog in front of your face type of thing. Um, but uh, your your travels are um, seem to be rather smooth. Um, when you guys start to approach the um, ramshackle town, um, what are your plans as you guys are getting closer? I think um, as we're walking, Ariana just kind of like poses the question to like talk to them about like, what are we doing? Where are we going? What are we looking for? Like, um, just she's just like, uh, so 
we're looking for your family, right, Aaron? And we're looking for this general. Do we know if they're here? Well, we can always look. You know, that's why we're coming here anyway, right? If I find my family, and then with all, all of us, we could kick this general's butt, and then we can call it a day, and then we can go home. But the thing about that is, wasn't your mom someone important? Yeah. Wasn't she like some sort of commander or something like that? Yeah. If we could find a unit or find whatever vestiges of the army are left or some old veteran hanging out in a bar somewhere, we might be able to find out what happened to her and get a lead on where to go. But we should make very, we should be very, very certain that we do not tell anyone who you are. Okay. All right. You know what? That's not a bad idea. I just put on the hood and like, I'll be all sneaky like and they won't know that I'm me. I'll do the talking if that's okay, Aaron. Sure. Oh, oh, sure. Oh. And, well, if this means I don't got to wash this off, I'm fine then. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to recognize it's you. What's your name? Your... Aaron. See, that's my point. <laughs> we need a new oh. name. Uh, new name. Uh, Aaron. <laughs> Both an A. <laughs> Let's go with that. You can introduce yourself as I'm Aaron with an E every time. It's like Eric with a K. Ariana, Ariana gives one of these to Thalgris. <laughs> and then says, okay, so we'll do the talking. We'll let Aaron with an E. Hang out in the back. Yeah, I'm not volunteering for talking. I'm not good <laughs> right now, and I am probably not the best anyway. So, so yeah. now when now when you're not in your skivvies, you don't want to talk. Okay. <laughs> so now you know how to get him to talk. <laughs> uh, as, she, as she says that, she just like so we're heading towards the city, right? So there's but there's a shanty town between us and the city. Yeah, think of um, uh, Blight Town, or um, think of Resident Evil Four. Uh, think of like you know, like Eastern European style, um, mixed with like um, refugee camps, like District Nine, like where you know, th like these are these are buildings made out of other scraps of buildings, um, and the architecture is a little all over the place. 
Yeah, so I think heading there is the first kind of like step because then we can get some information. We can kind of figure out like these people are right next to what used to be the capital, you know, so maybe they have a little more, they're a little more in the know about, you know, what's happening. Um, I think the tavern is always the first stop. So if there's a little beer joint or tavern or counter where they serve alcohol. So as you get closer and the um, you start to make out the, the structures I mentioned earlier as the uh, the the as you get closer and the fog begins to kind of part for you through your vision. And uh, the first building you do see, though, right next to the road is of good construction and looks like um, a small like. um like a five by ten booth um with uh and there's there's a a silhouette that uh, steps out from from the booth um that's still in the in the fog not enough to make out yet so it gives you guys time as well um but it seems that the like the very first building that's just directly off the side and someone steps out Average height, humanoid. And this list looks like it's is like a food counter or like a it's, it's like they serve alcohol or uh, no no th this looks more <laughs> like you know when you're going into like um, a restricted area like a compound and there's a guard booth with a freaking <clears throat> arm. It's like that. Oh, yeah. It's 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 like more like a guard tower type of thing. Yeah, Ariana's just gonna like walk try to walk straight past this booth, just like pretending like she totally belongs here. Okay. Uh roll a um a deception or um uh, performance. I'm gonna go with performance. And what about you two? How are you guys? Uh, somewhere along the road, I'm making sure I've got no markings whatsoever of anything resembling emblems for Gardenia. But I don't think I did have any, but I'm just checking no. in case. No, if anything, you had subtle coloring and imagery of, of the Runic Empire, but not like obvious. And it was mostly Char colorations and, and sigil work. Um, and all the black blood. Oh, and, and Aaron and the mud. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I rolled a 17 on that on that performance check. Okay. And do you two decide to do anything besides... Um, you're, you're just making sure I, I got nothing that shows Gardenia. You look clear. And I'll just continue walking, following. Okay. I cover myself in more dirt to hide my appearance, and I jump on Thalagris's back. Okay. If he lets, if he lets me. The fog clears more as you get closer, and there is a runic soldier who's got um, like a classic bullet helm that comes down to just the nose, the, the nose guard, um, with a he seems to be kind of like leaning on um, uh, a. a basically a club 
It's just like a, a, a polished baseball bat style, like, you know, he's just kind of leaning on it. And he looks like he also, like, just woke up from a nap when you guys started approaching. Um, and Marlo, or Ariana, comes walking, striding by, and there's this black blood-covered dragonborn with a, a hooded mud man hanging off his back. And he looks at all of you. And he doesn't even look twice at Thalgris and Aaron. But he looks at you, Ariana, even with your great role. Hold on, hold on. <clears throat> where are you coming from? Doesn't it matter where I'm going? And I give him like this look like, you know. Right. <laughs> where... Uh... What's your business? Get a drink. Have some fun. He, like, he looks over his shoulder like at the city and he looks back at you and goes, All right, yeah, you're definitely one of them. Carry on. And he just he, he dismisses you out of hand and turns and walks Ben in. And he just he just like sits down on the stool in his little guardhouse and just starts shaking his head in exasperation. What does he think I am? Part of the oldest profession? <laughs> I don't know. Um, when you guys get past the guard booth, and when I say ramshackle, like, and with odd architecture, I mean, there is no straight path anywhere. This is like, you know, like in, in Europe, when you have like those, those, you can barely drive your car through like little roadways. It's a mixture of all of that. Like, the paths are nothing but caked mud and hay, layers and layers and layers and layers, and it's just muddy. It's it's like the first scene in Monty Python Holy Grail. It's like, oh, bring out your dead. Oh, he must be a king. Why? He doesn't got shit all over him. Um, there's there's like, the buildings range to like you know squat little houses to even like some are half submerged in dugout like dirt, like half squat buildings. Um, there are some that are like two and a half, three stories tall with like rope bridges strung between them. Um, you cannot see the front gate of the castle because there are so many twists and turns and um, bends in, in, in the roads. And like the, the buildings, not all of them are square. Like, like it, it is literally the construction is, is questionable. Um and it's just a lot of like loose cobblestone plastered together, um, thatch roofs, and a lot of and a lot of like wooden shacks and and uh, um, and dirty, messy. Um, you you see some uh, window shutters open, and someone just tosses out their you know their piss pot right on onto the floor, and they look down and they see you. And as you guys keep walking, just keeps like squawking at you. I do it back. I do. I do it back at her. Me. <laughs> Not like the crow. <laughs> and slam slams door shut of or the shutters. The 
fog is still drifting in and out of this place. And um, the smell of smoke that comes with it um, is now starting to get mixed in with, like, just dung, refuse, um, rot. Um, you come out into a, a, like, the first, like, not road, like a small, like, clearing. And there's, like, a couple of buildings. One of them might be a tavern. It definitely has one of those hanging signs, but you it's so weathered, you can't read what's on there. Um, Kitty Corner in the square, there's a there's a uh, a small possibly temple. I mean it it has kind of the catholic architecture. Um, you know, and with you know kind of these double doors, but like it's been cobbled together in the semblance of and there's a man in 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 like white robes, and with a with a a, a a a a little skull cap of white, and he just beckons at you. He's got like a long, wispy orange and gray beard, um, um, and his eyes seem just so far away. And he gestures like, "Follow me, come in," and he turns around and opens the door to the church. But the backside of his robes are completely open, and there's just a half-naked man there with, like, serrated slash marks all up and down his back. Um, there's, um, um, a, by, by the tavern, um, all you, all you hear is, uh, like, uh, a sound of, um, coming from inside where you think the tavern is. I'm going to stop before we go anywhere and turn towards the others and say didn't didn't Thalgrim say something about a madness? Uh, what do you mean? Thalgrim's what are you talking about? I've seen priests show their ass before, but never out in public. Look. Story for another campfire. <laughs> Look, whatever's happening here, it's not normal. These people, they're wrong. And I think whatever madness overtook this place, whatever madness people are dealing with here, whatever horrible things they dealt with, it broke them. Well, maybe we can fix them. Maybe. But we might not get the answers we're looking for here. We need to find someone coherent. We also have to realize that we might be on our own. That's true. Well then, are we going to go into that place, or are we going to follow Naked Butt Man, or are we going to get out of here? I mean, 
I don't know. <laughs> go to a tavern and ask questions. That's the only thing I've ever done in my life. So <laughs> that's, I guess, where we can try. All right. Oh, am I even allowed in there? I don't even know if I can drink. Just if, just pull down your pants if they think that you're not old <laughs> enough. Uh, yeah, and I, if I did not know that's how that worked. If we're going <laughs> to compare this to medieval society, uh, basically, if you can work out in the fields, you can have a beer. There we go. All right. I mean, when when the beer is safer than water in most places. I, I think I need to make it clear that was a joke. <laughs> like I said before, that's not really don't do that. <laughs> and you just you just see you just see, my, see him looking down his pants. Mm, okay. Oh. <laughs> so you decide to investigate the the bar. Yeah, I think so. All right, as oh, you uh, yeah. Oh. yeah, do you want to before we go in? Like, hey, um, got an idea, just in case to make sure they don't know who I am. And okay, here's the thing: I'm dirty, so they don't know I'm a half elf. All right, tell them I'm a goblin. I remember last time we saw those things a while back. Remember that they were wearing colored clothes like that too. I think so. Maybe they might think, hey, that's one of them. And they're like, I'm just hanging out with my buddy. I got pointed ears like, damn. Or, you know, maybe if you just stay quiet, they just won't think you're all there like the rest of everyone else. You know, we're all kind of, everyone's kind of not in their right minds right now. If you're quiet, maybe they'll just think you're not in your right mind like everyone else. All right. Thing I got. Shut up. Don't do anything. Gotcha. All right. And now okay, you... Aaron. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and now you know why why the guard reacted as he did when he got the responses he got from you and didn't look twice at the weirdos. <laughs> you acted so damn normal and nonchalant <laughs> that he questioned you. So the high roll was a bad roll. <laughs> There you go. But as soon as you started like answering weirdly, he was like, oh, "Okay, never mind." Like, <laughs> yeah. So we're going into the tavern. All right. As you uh you you enter the tavern, um, it's uh you don't you don't see anyone actively in here. Um, you you still hear that noise that noise from behind, like where like like the counter is. Um, but there's like, there's a couple of like tables, um, that look like they, you know, were put together out of like, you know, some, some people make, uh, old, uh, uh, dock working like spools of rope and turn those into tables. It's kind of like those, um, just upturned wheels on their side, um, and stools here and there. Um, but it's like, once again, there's just like cobwebs everywhere. Um, there's like moldy food on a couple of plates, um, you hear like the faint buzzing of, of flies, but mostly just a, um, the room itself is like, uh, about uh, 30 foot, you know, 30 by, by 30 in a, in, 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 not in a perfect square. Um, it does appear that there is a, a back room, um, with a door behind the counter. Um, there's no second story. Um, 
and most likely uh, you would find like in situations with taverns what would be behind that door would probably be like the home of the tavern keeper and the kitchen um so they can serve foods that you that you'd assume um but there is no like um it's not an inn type tavern there's no rooms for rent from the looks of it it's just a just a mug house Um, there's, uh, shafts of light coming through cracks in the wall. Um, uh, there are no windows per se, but there are just like, you know, gaps in the wall that there's like, maybe like a hinge for a shutter here and there. Where are the people? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Hello? Is that a doggy? I whispered into Doggers' ear. Is that a doggy? I forgot he was still on his back. It's certainly not a person. Not a person I think we want to be dealing with. Can I get another doggy? This time I'll take care of him, can I? Only if you feed and water him. They're not plants. <laughs> <laughs> they still eat. Anyway, I'm going to try to find the source of this noise. As uh, you tiptoe forward and look around, dip your head behind the counter, you do in fact find a. Uh, it looks like a a, a, a mongrel uh, dog um, licking at a, a pool of blood that um, leaks out from under the door. That's uh, into the back room, and it, just, it looks up at you, and and just continues lapping at it. I'm going to reach over and open the door. So reach like, trying to keep my distance from the dog, but like as soon as you make any movement towards the dog in that direction going towards the, the room, the dog immediately just bolts and scampers and runs right past. Um Art, here's your chance if you wanted to do anything, but it is it is a freaked out dog that's just fleeing. I let it go, because I know I'm curious about the door. Okay. So, Bye, dog buddy. runs out. There's, you know, the the clatter, 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 clatter of its claws on the on the on the on the floor. And then it's still for a moment. And you turn back towards the door, and then you hear. Still. Can I slide off the object's back and just? I'm gonna put my hood on. So I can sneak slowly into the door. Like, like find little shadowy spots and just kind of hide. Let's see, if, see what I can find. Okay. Um, go ahead and, and roll a, a stealth check. To be a shadow against the door. And yeah, uh, uh, Ariana is like, your hand is like right at the, at the door handle. 
when you heard that sound. Okay. And I then you, you just kind of see 15. Aaron with a 15. Mm-hmm. And with, with my hood, with my uh, oven kind, they get disadvantage on fine. Oh, perfect. Perfect. All right. So you're both in position. Thalgris, you're like still like kind of like in the entryway of the of the building itself. Um, and they're they're now across the room about 30 feet um, just over on the other side of the the, the bar. And um, and you guys are going to open the door. I'm going to stay in the doorway, just blocking the entrance or exit. Do, do I see anything? Because I, I I should be already in the room, right? Oh, okay. So you you uh I was getting you right. like to to the doorway of of the back room, um, and you're opening oh, it no. up. Yeah, I wanted to sneak into the okay. room. Okay, okay. So yes, yeah, so you you with the fifteen. Uh, so you you open you open up the door and you slide it open slowly, and you see a uh naked halfling, emaciated. Uh, with hair hair in ringlets that that drape over its shoulders and back like a caveman as it's just on all fours just licking at this pool of blood of it looks like um, a, a, a human um, man who was like wearing a like a, a kind of like a butcher's apron uh, who's got like a butcher's knife just like in the side of his head just laying there as this halfling is just just licking at it, at, at the blood. Okay, I, I just awkwardly step out and go like, nope, walk out. <laughs> Ariana's going to try to talk to this person. <laughs> so, <laughs> Art slowly opens the door and like sneaks inside and he pops in. Slowly goes to shut in, sneaks back out, and you're like, no, no, no. And you pop you pop back in. And what do you say? Is that any good? It looks up, eyes wide, Sanpaku, like large whites under their eyes. And just start screaming at the highest pitch possible and grabs like at the ankle of the body and just starts running away uh towards uh the back of the room and the body just so getting drug <laughs> it's all yours friend all yours <sighs> i don't want any part in it all you yours uh, you, you see that the uh, uh, the the one of the wide eyes that they have, uh, you notice that there's it's actually not there. There's a there's a, a bit of scarring over the eye, maybe like some bar uh, some burn or tear scars. Um, but uh, uh, it 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 just screams and 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 it starts like clutching at that eye and starts grabbing at like pulls the shoe off this guy and throws it at you and just starts like clamoring and grabbing at anything and starts, it starts throwing it. Look, 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 look. I do my hands up. 
No hurt. No hurt. Make a persuasion no. check. <laughs> Eleven. Thalgaris, can you roll a perception check for me? Uh, that's an 18. So as the, as the screaming is going off in the back room, and you just see, like, the back of uh, Ariana, and she's, like, kind of holding her up, and it's okay, hey, it's okay. And you get a feeling... Like a slight breath upon your back, the neck, like a whispered warning. And you turn to see that there are six humanoids that are kind of in a semicircle getting closer to you. And they, they're all bundled up in rags that look blackened, though they probably had color at some point. Um, but through just griminess and unwashed, it just it just turned black. Um, and they're 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 not hoods, but like kind of like cowls or 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 wide hats. Um, and they're the, no two are the same. They all look very uh, thrown together. Oh yes! Oh 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 yeah yeah! And they all start like inching closer and their arms kind of pop up and they 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 they, they start kind of like getting closer and, and and they're like reaching out towards you Thalgris. I'll just uh without taking my eyes off them sort of tilt my head back towards inside and just say we got a company join me to quieten them out I'm trying to catch a moment of lucidity with any of these people so we can ask some questions or get some clue about where to go. Um, are we fighting? Wait, uh, I look crazy like them. Give me one second. And I just walk over, walk over to one of them. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, wow. So <laughs> you, 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 like, go, you, you go to, like, where Thalgris is at the, at the door and you yeah. step out and you just start Acting weird? I start acting crazy. She's full of performance. Twelve. Uh, two of them, uh, huh, and you can you can kind of see now like more of their faces, and they're 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 like old looking wash women. And, oh yeah, oh, oh. and two of them veer off, and they start like tucking and plugging at your and plucking at your cloak. The four others get like are nearing to Thalgris, and they start like like petting the plates of your of your armor, or like caressing the cloth of your tabard. Um, and they just get they're they're very handsy and are touching you guys all over. I touch them back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the that one person on acid at the dance party. Oh yeah, no, someone's on ecstasy right the now. It's just someone's like someone's on ecstasy oh, right now. 
Oh my god, this music. Can you feel this music? It feels so good. Oh my god, my beard is luxurious. <gasps> like <laughs> side topic. I was I, I was at a different D&D game and a friend of mine uh he like we're we're at a, uh, his place and he starts he picks up a rabbit fur. Because, you know, he's a medieval guy. He's got, like, furs and, and weapons. And stuff. So he starts, he just, like, picks up this rabbit fur and just starts petting it while he's, like, describing something to us in D&D. And he's just, like, really just getting into it. I'm like, what are you on MDMA? What are you doing, Raver Kid? He's like, oh, God, sorry. <clears throat> um, but what do you do with the Raver Wash Women, my new band? So... Ariana looks backwards and sees what's happening, like just kind of like a crowd forming at the door. They're petting them and touch, yes, and and touching touching the fabrics, touching um, the metal plates. They're 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 enamored in some way. <laughs> Ariana grabs her cloak because she's wearing a big black cloak and undoes the ribbon on it at the front. Mm-hmm. And like lets it start to fall, but then grabs it and does an anime like throw of a cloak and throws it back away from them. So, okay, I just want to set the picture for you. Thalgris is in the door frame. Aaron has shimmied out between him and he's like just outside the door. The, mm-hmm. the six washwomen are now clamoring over them. So you're trying to spin this and throw it over, like, Thalgris's head? Thalgris's head. head, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, so, like, it can, like, kind of go over them so they can see it, and it can attract them away from them. Okay. Um, go ahead and um, give me either a performance or um, sleight of hand? Or, or maybe even, like, a, a dexterity-based attack throw? I think I'm going to go with performance. Yeah, let's go with performance. That, that seems the best. Oh, Lord, help me. I rolled a nat one, so a nine, because my performance is eight. One it is. <laughs> you, you grab your, your cloak, and you spin it off, and, and it perfectly spirals, and you throw it, and you timed it wrong, and it flicks and actually flings backwards, and it covers the screaming halfling and the body. <laughs> And as soon as it does, it's like a bird, and the screaming stops. <laughs> now my cloak's all bloody. Okay. <laughs> uh, not as bloody. Uh, I mean, the, the body was dragged away from the rest of the okay. pool of it. So, I mean, okay. a, a little bit. A, a little bit. Um, and I need uh, perception checks from both uh, Turnbuckle and Thalgris again. <laughs> out of four uh an 18 okay um sticks you're starting to feel those hands are starting to like dip into bags and are like trying to like get into like pockets and um you're you're feeling that they're they're doing some sleight of hand um aaron i need you to roll me a d20 of luck Here's the thing. All my pockets have dirt and mushrooms, so they can. T- right. It, it, um, basically, how well you roll on this chart, uh, something's getting stolen from you. 
and I'll get a list oh. of of inventory from you later. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so a d20? Yep. Thirteen. Okay. Just gotta make a quick note. I did keep all of Aaron's like Aaron's money. third of the money yes, he found. I did remember that. Oh. I did remember <laughs> you kept you kept his money. Um <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh you uh you are going to be missing your bag of mushrooms. When I notice that, I'm gonna let out a roar. Oh, I was waiting for it. Um, Thank you. And I'm going to need every one of them to make a wisdom saving throw. Do I need to take one too? Yeah. Is it any creature uh, no. or is it just enemies? No, you're by choice. Oh, good. You let out this bellowing scream. And what's the, what's the DC again? Want to make sure? Seven. Seven? Oh, that's right. <laughs> because I have a minus four charisma. Luckily, um, uh, the basically all the wash women that were on you, they scatter. They oh! and 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 they 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 scream and they they scatter and they they don't even run. They just like tuck themselves into a corner somewhere. Like even like you know one like it just tucks down into a ball next to a bench that's at the like ten feet away from you. But they all just scatter and then like tuck into corners like bad children. And just the two on uh, on Aaron though, uh, they and they 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 just like rear back, kind of afraid, and then they just like kind of uh, nudge with yeah, without any force, but just try to like pat themselves to the other side of Aaron, putting Aaron between you or be, putting Aaron between uh, you and them. How many are how many are behind me now? Yeah, so you have two. Basically, it's um you have two on like on your side next to the door. Uh, okay. That, yeah. Gosh, would you allow me to do a grapple so I can do, get them both in a headlock? Uh, yes, because um, I mean, you're a monk. You can attack with your offhand as a bonus action. So, in one attack action, one bonus action, you can grapple two people. Um, you can then mo move both people 15, 20 feet because you're a monk. Um, <laughs> yeah, grappling with both arms, grappling two opponents in one turn. Mm, so good. <laughs> so, yeah, give me, a, uh, give me some grapple checks. That's a, that's a, a strength check or is that a... Athletics. Athletics check. So, better than strengths. Strength and then some. Missed one. Sixteen for the second one. All right, so they're like, oh, and you like kind of grab both of them by like you know a part of a part of their cloth, and one, oh, 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 and she just like darts away and tucks herself into a corner somewhere, and you're left with like a shawl, a dirty, gross shawl in one hand. All right, so the I'll just throw it down. Did I grab the other one or Yes, no? you did grab the other one. The other one is is oh, no, oh, no. As I would just move her in, right under my arm and just kind of keep her head right 
there, like right under, right between my, right under my pit. Just got it right there. Um, uh, once you do that, you 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 then uh, take stock and notice that um, they are also similar to the halfling, got like burn and scratch marks on their eye, but th- th- this woman's missing one of her eyes, just straight up. Uh, this place is starting to feel a lot worse now. And I just, I just can't keep her there. And I'm like, um, should we stay? Should we go? Should I stay or should I go now? I think Ariana is going to go over to the halfling. She's now like covered and take a potato and shove it under the cloak. Do not take this out of context, but make a handle animal roll. Okay. I'm hearing you say halflings are animals. That's 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 what I'm not trying to say, but I'm saying you're using the same skills. <laughs> An 11? Could I get out from under these 11s? Uh, hey, you know, uh, do you have inspiration? I, I think I've given you guys inspiration if you want to spend it. <gasps> oh, oh. Get that oh, one not... free reroll. Hey, 16. Uh, that beats my 15. <laughs> <laughs> so you, uh, you, you toss uh, a potato underneath there's a little bit of movement. And then you can hear... Yeah, I mean, I don't know how to make the sounds of biting into a raw potato, but, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's like a worse apple. <laughs> uh, Ariana speaks to it without looking, without revealing herself from outside of the cloak. And says, It's good potato, huh? Good potato. Yummy. How long has it been since you've had a potato? The eyes of the divine. The eyes of the divine. Please. Don't look. Don't look. Don't look. Don't look. Don't look. Don't look. Would never look. I would never. Look. They want the eyes of the divine. The eyes of the divine. The eyes of the divine. Must drink the blood tears. Must. Must. The tears keep them away. The clear. The tears. The tears let you see. The the blood of the divine. The sight of the divine. (laughs) Good potato. Good potato. Mm-hmm. And he starts repeating back what you had said earlier, the good potato. Good potato. Do you remember the time before? The time before all this happened? It happens, it happens, it happens, it happens. It, mm-hmm. it, it will, it will, it will happen, it will happen. It has, it has happened, it's going to happen. <laughs> Yes, eyes of the divine. What if I told you I could make it stop? But I need your help. 
I have another potato. I could give you that. A hand comes out from underneath the cloak. You get the potato, you answer a question. Good boy, good, good halflings answer good questions. Good halflings get good potatoes. Good potato, good potato. Good potato. My question is this. Where is the general? Good potato for good answer. General, there is no general. There is no general, 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 general. We're in general. Everything's generally dangerous. Everything, general, general. And just it just mutters to himself. Um, it you're able to kind of piece together through the mutterings. They don't know anything about a general. What about an elf lady, commander? There's only one who commands us! There's only one who commands us! Delsul! Delsul commands us! Delsul commands us! Delsul! 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 Good answer! Delsul! Delsul commands us! Good answer! Don't look upon me! You can only see him with the eyes of the divine! We can only see them with your eyes! My eyes? She cuts off half a potato and puts it in the hand. Meanwhile, the washwoman that you're gripping in a headlock, um, she's grasping and, and clamoring at, 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 your, at your arm. And as soon as Eyes of the Divine are shouted from the back room, she turns stiff and uh, has a faraway look in her one good eye. And she, she, she stops resisting and stops moving. And as soon as the name Dal Sul is said, every time he says it, it's echoed by her, the other women, and you also hear from like the a couple of the buildings, the muffling, like a recurrence of the name. Like they say it not as like Dal Sul, Dal Sul. No, every time he says Dal Sul, they say it at the exact same time. Like everything's in stereo whenever the name Dal Sul is said. What are you on about? I like better. Dalsul! Dalsul! Oh no! I I didn't complete no I as well. Dalsul! Dalsul! Who's this? Dad, 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 dadpool. And the names as uh also being said, Thalgris. Uh you're you're taking this all in, the the madness around you, and as soon as the name Dalsula said, you can see down, uh, the an uh, a windy, um, side road, and your eyes catch it, and you see the silhouette of your lady, of your lady Shar, and every time the name is repeated, like sped up film in a bad horror movie. <laughs> 
She gets closer and closer, always in the shadows of the nooks of the buildings. And uh, she she puts her her finger to her lips as she looks at you. They speak of the first. And then she just slinks back and disappears into the shadow. They speak of the uh, first. I'm going to cast see invisibility and see if I can see where she went. Interesting. Um, give me a perception check on top of it. Four. You still see it, but the descriptor is going to be different. Um, she starts to fade in into the shadow and begins to disappear. And as she's starting to disappear, you widen your gaze to see beyond the veil. And as she is disappearing, you see her body deconstruct into light and in, into into like a, a, a purple a purple light with repeating runic symbols and they spread out in all directions and then fade from sight from even your invisibility and then where they started to fade you see like shimmering threads in the air that you've not seen before and basically when you're, you you the pattern of magical light will like when it starts to fade and like it it stops abruptly and begins to fade when it strikes one of these threads that you only see when it hits when it makes contact so it's like stream of energy Ting! Suddenly it hits something and there's a thread and then it all fades away into the thread and then the silvery thread disappears. I'm just going to take as much of that in staring at that spot and then start looking around, seeing if there's anything we've missed that we can't always see. I have this up for an hour. Ooh, excellent. Um, okay, so what you do see, um, give me uh give me an investigation check. That's an eleven. That's enough. You need to be up by by past a ten. So you look up at that and you start to like kind of scan the rest of the sky, and then you spot something. A floating orb that looks like an eye not like not like a human like glow like gross like playing terraria like floating eyeball more like um a magical sphere with like um that that's meant to represent and emulate an eye like you know you, there's like golden it's a golden orb with a golden lid that's shut and open with like a very emerald looking piercing pupil and uh you look over at it and you spot it and then it dissipates and you can tell that a spell 
has been um, uh, uh, the concentration has ended on the spell. Um, if you would like to roll an Arcana check, I can tell you what you probably saw. That was a nine, so. Um, it could be some sort of summon. It could be um, some, uh, maybe some form of familiar or maybe a type of scrying or you basically just know that it, that's definitely a watcher of some kind and it was definitely a spell of some kind. Now that I've thrown you into this bucket of crazy and mystery, it's nine o'clock now. I think this is where we're going to call it. Uh, how's everyone feeling? Good. Yeah. Unnerving enough? Good. Yeah. This yeah. is good. Um, if you guys want to uh, 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 find the inspiration... Uh, for this scenario, look up Jim Kata, G Y M, like going to the gym. Jim Kata, like a martial arts kata, K A T A. Look up Jim Kata, Village of Crazies. I saw this movie when I was like eight, and this scene stuck with me. <laughs> so those of you at home, if you want to know what the aesthetic I'm going for, uh, give that a look. Uh, the movie overall is cheesy and terrible, but the art design and aesthetic are pretty amazing sometimes. Um, next session, uh, we should have our wizard, our fourth player. Um, I was hoping to kind of get you guys into this town and do that stuff with him. Um, so uh, I, 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 mean, I might have dragged it out a little bit, but uh, I hope this has at least set um, a good um, air, a good uh, uh, theme, a good... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, it's lost on me. I just want to make it creepy. <laughs> um, so in two weeks' time, um, let's double-check the date. So on the 17th, we shall be reconvening. Does ever Is everyone good for the 17th? Yes, sir. Yeah, should be. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so thank you again for joining the Gateway Wars, everyone at home. Thank you again, Marlo, Sticks, Art. Always a treat and a pleasure. And, uh, yeah, we'll see all of you at home in uh, in two weeks. Uh, we'll be introducing a new character. And uh, in a couple weeks after that, a returning character will come back for maybe longer than a cameo. Anyway, everyone, have a great time. Have a great night. Um, peace.